Alrighty, hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for the 25th of, uh, what the hell, April. Yeah, the 25th of April. <laughs> I, I know, man, I know. 2023, happy Tuesday to you. I am, I'm not sure, maybe I'll post this a little bit early because, oh my God, sometimes you're the feces, sometimes you're the fan, but when they meet, it is usually noteworthy. Or what is the line in uh, Stripes, Bill Murray? I rarely wear underwear, but when I do, it's uh, really something unusual or what have you. And what a day it has been, man. I didn't know I was a trendsetter. I should have. I always have been. Chicks dig me because I rarely don't set trends. Uh, Yeah, the news, the big news. Before I even get to all the other, the, the formalities. Tucker Carlson is out. At Fox, I'm as shocked as you are. I didn't know it was coming. I'm getting emails and text messages like I should know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I did send Tucker a text message immediately when I heard the news. I sent him a couple of text messages. Since I sent him text messages immediately upon hearing the news, um, that... uh, that he was out, I immediately sent him a couple of messages, but I don't expect to hear him back. I'm sorry, I got confused. I got distracted by another text message I was getting. But it is insane. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the rationale is. The statement from Fox News was callous. And that's just, you know, the best way to put it. It is wildly callous. It's just after... um. The AOC called for Fox, for Tucker to be silenced at Fox, et cetera, et cetera. Do I think that, because everybody's asking me, what's he going to do? What's he going to, I don't know. What am I going to do? How the hell do I know? I don't know what I'm going to do. So I can't really tell you what anybody else is going to do. I tell you right now, though, that I suspect, I hope, I assume, he's got a team of lawyers, unlike me, who will sit there and he's sitting on a huge pile of money. And they're like, all right, you're going to get out of this contract. You're going to give me a huge pile of money. And they're going to put a big non-disclosure agreement on that. So it'll be difficult to really get to the bottom of it. But the truth has a way of coming out on those things eventually, not right away. That's kind of a problem with trying to, the, the secrecy aspect of it is it just, not that it's anybody's business, but everybody makes it their business. And so they end up, doing what? They end up filling the void with wild speculation. Now, there'll be so much wild speculation that somebody will be big, will be right, will be correct in all of this, but uh, there'll be a lot of garbage. There'll be a lot of stuff that isn't correct. So just so you know, whatever you hear in the next, I don't know, I'd say 72 hours is going to be wild speculation. Because that's what the media business is nowadays. It's nothing but wild speculation, one after another, after another. There are no standards. You're going to hear people speculating wildly that it had to do with lawsuits. You're going to. I'm sure that they'll maybe go. It had to do with uh, sexual harassment. It had to do. It had to do with something because it doesn't, on its surface, make sense. But it, it might. I don't know. Again. I'm saying don't engage in wild speculation or be weary of wild speculation, whereas I will then engage moderately in some wild speculation. Conservative media does quite well in every aspect of media with the exception of one area, advertisement. Advertise. Now, it doesn't matter that much to Fox News, at least as of now, but as they move towards, as cable moves towards a streaming model and eventually an a la carte model where people can pick and choose the channels that they want, it will matter more. There will still be, if you, if you get it streaming, there'll still be commercials. They're still working on the clearances. That's why if you watch some of these channels on streaming, it goes blank for a little while. And you're like, did I lose my connection? No, you didn't. It's just gone blank because they don't have rights or permissions or whatever to broadcast certain commercials. But 
as it moved towards moves towards that the franchise fees that fox news gets will diminish now what's a franchise fee and i know god you're sitting there going I don't have much hair left to pull out. Why are you giving me this? I'm just trying to explain a possibility that is more nuanced than what you're going to get from most people because I happen to work, have worked in various media businesses and uh, worked on uh, tech and telecom issues in the past. A franchise fee, let's say you have, a, a, a let's say you're, you're HGTV, right? Your HGTV, wildly popular network, and you can decide whether or not you want to be a party to every everybody who's offering cable wants HGTV on it. Why? Because people will subscribe to cable because of a, they want to get HGTV. So that empowers HGTV to say you got to pay us if you want to carry us, and you got to pay us pretty well. You got to pay us per subscriber. You got to pay us whatever the metric is that they use. They make a good chunk of money, a huge chunk of money through these, what are called franchise fees. I believe, I believe they're, they're carriage. Fees. I forget what they're called. Exactly. I think a franchise fee might be a little different, but whatever you get the point, these fees that they do. So that that's why they are a part of every basic cable package. You can get a cable package with just a couple dozen channels if you really want to, but those include some of, not all, of the big channels that people want. They want you to subscribe to more channels, obviously, so they keep some of them back and say, well, you can get Bravo if you want Bravo, but you got to subscribe to Tier 2 or Tier 3 or what have you. But those channels get a pretty penny, from the cable networks because people subscribe to their services to get those networks. There, I guess I, I have, I don't even know how many channels, at least hundreds, if not thousands. I don't even scroll. I know that the numbers go into the thousands. I don't bother scrolling that at a certain point. They repeat a lot in their music channels or whatever, but I have a lot of channels. I haven't explored more than 10% of them at all. But and all, and I don't even know if I have them. They're potential channels, whatever. Uh, but most people watch very few channels. They might discover something on a different channel. I watch Love After Lockup on WeTV. I never heard of WeTV before, but it is there. It's out there. It exists. It's not wildly popular. It's popular for the third tier of channels, but it's not super popular. Fox is in the first tier of channels. People would have, I guess I have to put that caveat on there, would have stopped their shows, their subscriptions, their their cable thing. They wouldn't, if they didn't get Fox News, they'd be pissed and they would drop their cable system for a satellite or for something else that carried Fox News. That gives Fox News the ability to command a pretty penny in these carriage fees, Right. Well, as people move more towards streaming and a la carte and YouTube and everything, and they carry certain things, that's going to matter less. It's going to mean that the networks can then stream their own. Look at Fox Nation. You don't. I don't. I don't know if there are any. I doubt there are any commercials on there. Maybe there are, but you can get basically everything. I think you can get everything on Fox if you subscribe to that. That makes cable mad. That makes cable less important. I don't know if they do that, but you can, like on satellite radio, you can get all the audio of the Fox News channel if you really wanted to. There are ways to get Fox News that don't involve cable. That sort of cheapens the fees that they can charge. They have to make up that difference through advertising. And thanks to left-wing nut jobs and protest professionals, corporations are less likely to advertise on Fox News. They Why? Because they say, well, you got AOC sitting there saying, Tucker Carlson incites violence. Tucker Carlson is a hate monger. This, that, and the other thing. All of it's BS, but that's what they do. That's how the game is played. They scare off potential future advertisers. So if you watch a CNN or an MSNBC or really any other network that Fox rivals in either content and those things, although Fox's content is better, or the uh, 
audience size, you look at Bravo, you look at HGTV, you look at the Travel Channel, whatever, and audience size, you see a completely different brand, a different universe of television commercials. For one long time, it was catheters, and now it's like uh, beets and vitamin pills and vegetable pills and pillows, all of these things. And if you notice one thing about television commercials on Fox, I can't swear for certain, but I can tell you that in radio, at least, they are deeply, deeply discounted, if not basically free if they come with a promo code or a special url go to such and such dot com slash my show to find out more information well if you just go to such and such dot com you'll find out about the information you go to such and such dot com slash my show uh you are then telling the cut the company without even knowing it that you heard about them on whatever television or radio or podcast show that you happen to be listening to, or use promo code Derek. Well, you still get the, for 30% off. You'll still get 30% off if you just go to the website. Look at it. My pillow, if you go there and you use this code, you get uh, buy one, get one half off, or buy one, get one free, or whatever the hell it is. You go to the website and everything's priced buy one, get one free. You enter the promo code and that just lets them know they do it more than extensively than anybody over Mike Lindell does. It's a genius at marketing. They put different promo codes on at different times of day on different shows so they can track which shows are bringing them traffic and sales and which shows are not, and they can tailor their advertising accordingly. But they also have a deal where they get deep discounts on that time that they're buying in exchange for a piece of the action. So if I'm selling pillows and I say go to the thepillowguy.com slash Derek Hunter, which I don't that URL doesn't exist and I'm not in bed with anybody, I don't have any sponsors, but you could I say go do that. And you do that and you spend a hundred dollars on pillows, I've heard that the deal can be as high as fifty percent. Because the markups, the market, uh, the margins on these pillows are, are remarkable. There's not a whole lot to them, so it can't cost all that much. They're good pillows. I use them, my pillows. But if you do that, then I get a piece of the action in exchange for either no or really low advertising rates. Probably in most cases, no money advertising rates, just your beak wet in the transaction. That's how it works. Well, that's not going to be a sustainable model for Fox going forward. These sort of trade things. You need car advertisements. You need uh, mer various merchandise and merchant advertising on your network. You need the big ones. You need the Target. Target sucks. Go to a boys' clothing section and you see just pastels and rainbows everywhere and you're like, what the hell are you trying to do here? But you need that kind of company, that kind of business to buy advertisement, not in some bulk thing where you, occasionally they run an ad, but they want to advertise on you. They want to pay a premium for that audience. And they just don't because the people who decide where for those companies, and those companies are woke on their own, but the people who decide for those companies are people who are left wing. They are people who are left wing. They are mostly in New York. They are ad buyers. As such, it is a complete and total mess. So it's difficult to sell advertising on Fox that brings in a lot of money. I'll tell you, the, the purchase price that I, it was a few years ago anyway, to buy a 30-second or one-minute spot on CNN is significantly higher, at least was, significantly higher than on Fox News. And you think, well, that's insane. There are millions more people watching Fox News than watching CNN, and you are right about that. But the ad buyers have determined the CNN audience to be more valuable than the Fox News audience. Yeah, it's, if you think that, well, that sounds bigoted, it's because it is bigoted. It is based on various surveys and understandings and a lot of projection by left-wingers that the audience 
at CNN is more sophisticated, is better educated, and has more disposable income than Fox, which they view as rural hicks who are living just this side of welfare, sometimes just the other side of welfare, only they're too stupid to realize it. That's what they believe. That impacts ad rates, that impacts that and the protests, and the left wing would go absolutely crazy and go after anybody who dared new sponsor a show on Fox, that uh, that impacts who they can sell ads to. Just watch the advertisements for a minute. You don't have to watch the shows, but watch the advertisements. You'll see that I'm right. Look, there are some junky ones on CNN and MSNBC. Don't get me wrong, but you're much more likely to see an advertisement for a luxury car line on CNN or MSNBC than you are on Fox News because the people who who buy ads for the luxury car companies, the ad firms that contract with these major corporations, because most of this stuff is not done in-house, they have decided you are not as important. And it gets down to um, Newsmax, it's even less. So Fox makes a ton of money on the fees, the carriage fees, but not a lot of money in advertising. The business model for cable news is moving away from the carriage fees, slowly but surely, trust me on that. So maybe they changed that. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Again, it's just wild speculation. Now, where will Tucker land? Will he have a... a Tucker's going to be fine. Trust me, Tucker's going to be fine. But I would like to see... Because everybody's like, go, Tucker, go to Newsmax. He doesn't need Newsmax. Tucker should be able to start his own. He should be able to build his own mountain to land softly on. And he should. With what I just said about cable news, I truly believe that the future is in streaming. Um, Tucker will have the resources, the wherewithal, and the ability to hire people to make that happen. It should not be the Tucker Post. It should not be. Um, it should be a look at what look at what Glenn Beck did with the Blaze, right? It's not perfect. But he did a great deal with the Blaze. And my brother is texting me. My, wife, my sister-in-law hopes he ends up at the Daily Wire. Tucker doesn't need to end up at the Daily Wire. And Tucker doesn't have to run the company on a daily basis to found the company and get people to run the company for him. Uh, but it should be, I think, it should be his own sort of all-encompassing multimedia thing. There is an appetite for it. Now, I don't know what the terms of the exit agreement with Fox whether or not he's got to sit around and and count the money they gave him to sit around and count the money they gave him for um, six months or a year or whatever before you make anything that could be seen as a competitor. That could well be the case. Who knows? But at some point, he will be free to do whatever he wants, and there is still a heavy, heavy appetite, and there still will be for Tucker Carlson because what he does, he does better than anybody else, and in fact, he's really the only one doing it. So what will happen in the future? I don't know. I wouldn't look to Tucker to join some other network. I think he could start another network. I would like to see him start another network. I just don't think it'll be immediate simply because you can't do that immediately, usually. But then I don't know what kind of... I wouldn't be surprised if in exchange for taking less money to buy out his contract, he was arguing for a for the freedom to do what he wants sooner or do something else sooner. Time will tell. Time will tell. I send him all this in a text message. Not all of it, because he doesn't really care about carriage fees and things like that. But it is out there. He'll do something. It will be spectacular, so fear not. Um, but as far as what's going on, I don't know. That's my insight. I don't know. And if I did know and I was told in confidence, I wouldn't be able to tell you anyway. But I can tell you with confidence, I don't know, because I don't know anything in, in confidence at all. So there's that. So if you were tuning in because I know Tucker, um, sorry to disappoint you either way. But that would be my dime store analysis of what to look for going forward. As far as the stories being reported about the lawsuit of a former booking producer or whatever, and oh, they were mean to me and whatever, 
Never hire anybody you would be a lawsuit to fire. Never hire anybody without a sense of humor. Never hire anybody with pronouns in their bio. Never hire anybody who is a leftist, honestly, or even gives you a hint that they're leftists. People without a sense of humor. And then never joke with anybody you work with either anyway. My God. I I know Tucker is not a we're anti-Semite. I mean, for God's sakes, it's so wildly stupid. But he is a relaxed guy. The problem Tucker has, if anything, is he treats the people around him like he treats the people he grew up with, like he treats his closest friends. He just treats, he talks to people the way I kind of do. I talk to you like I know you. If I've ever met you, I will make inappropriate jokes. They're usually self-deprecating, but I will make them because that's just how I am. I make those jokes with my friends. Tucker is that way. What you see is what you get. And if what you get offends you, the problem is yours. It really is. The problem is yours. But people just don't go away gracefully anymore. People need to recognize that everything is somebody else's fault and somebody must pay. There are certain circumstances under which other things are people's responsibility. Lies were told. Contracts were broken. Whatever. That's all well and good, or people were genuinely harassed. Hey, baby, have sex with me or something like that. But people, that's not what happened here. That's not what Tucker is. That's not who Tucker is. So that's a ridiculous story. They say this decision came straight from Rupert Murdoch. Maybe it did. Who the hell knows? It will all shake out at the end. It would have probably been better in Fox's estimation to let this thing fade away and maybe invite Tucker to leave after a certain period and just come to terms with that but no no it's not how the corporate world works big corporations little corporations they make wildly stupid decisions for whatever reason it is they make these decisions oh we need diversity we need I'm seeing a lot more of this I always hear people, and it's a word that has hit home close to me. Oh, diverse, diverse people. Diverse. Individuals cannot be diverse. Opinions are not diverse, especially when you're referring to opinions from one person. Frankly, Fox does this thing on, if you really want to talk about maybe, maybe, and I don't know. But if there's a directional change in Fox, you could look at it as it is a directional change toward the center and it is exemplified by the uh, Common Ground segment on the Brett Bear show. I watch Brett Bear, but it is getting tougher and tougher to watch because they're focusing more and more on this Common Ground, where we bring a Democrat and a Republican together to talk about what we have in common, and blah, 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 blah. Look, that's all well and good. And they, the, prob- the reason I think they do it so frequently, which is annoying because it really, most of the time, it isn't worth a segment, the topics, is because there is a podcast associated with it. He says, you can watch the whole interview on my podcast, subscribe. Well, they're trying to build up subscriptions to their podcast because Fox can easily monetize it. So that seems to be what they're doing. But honestly, we're talking about how we do it. Not, I'm not saying these issues aren't relevant so if it affects you directly, it's not a slight. But I'm talking about them deserve, do these deserve like 10 minutes on a one-hour news program where they say, hey, uh, we're going to talk to a Republican and a Democrat who have agreed that you should not be dumping mercury and raw sewage into the drinking water out in rural Colorado. Like, yeah, uh, okay, really? You need? Do we need a whole explainer segment about why that's a bad idea or anything do we need i don't think we need that who how you know who i want to see the interview with not this the two members of congress who are like hey don't urinate in baby formula i want an interview with the members of congress who are going no 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 go ahead urinate all over baby formula that's who I want to see an interview with. I don't care if Republicans and Democrats agree that throwing newborns down a flight of stairs is not a good policy. And they're working together on a bill to make sure that people stop doing it. Okay, well, uh, I have a couple of questions here. Uh, why, how, when did this become an issue? And secondly, is there opposition to this piece of legislation? If this, if this is a pressing issue that needs legislation... 
it seems like it could easily be handled in a one-page document that some intern could type up, and you could have it passed and signed into law by noon, really. Do we really need a 10-minute interview about the importance of not throwing newborn babies down a flight of stairs? Seriously? That, that just drives me nuts. It just drives me nuts. So I don't know what is going on with this situation with Fox News. Um, I don't know if it's a directional change or not, but I watched that sort of thing with um, this common ground thing, and I'm hoping that it, it is not indicative of a coming change in Fox. That being said, the Tucker Carlson leaving Fox is not the only media story today. Uh, you know the hits just keep on. The only thing missing was like uh, I don't know the view ladies in a murder suicide or something here. And you know it's still it's only five o'clock now, so that story could happen. But the uh, story out of CNN is Don Lemon was shown the door. Don Lemon was finally shown the door. That's uh, when I tell you the thing I hate most about media and jobs in media is the fact that. Merit has no role in the decision-making process whatsoever. I, I mean that. Merit literally has no role in the process. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop. No, whatever. Uh, so you sit there and you watch this crap and you uh, say, well, Don Lem why wasn't Don Lemon fired long time ago? Because if merit mattered, Don Lemon would have been fired a long time ago. He would not have lasted 17 freaking... How do you last 17 years? My God. So he lasted 17 years, and Tucker lasts however many years he did. You know, like merit. Well, we need to bring in diverse opinions. I mean, I, hell, I got fired. I did a damn good show. I couldn't market it or whatever. Or whatever. Who knows? I don't know if I believe them, but... Um, Don Lemon was finally shown the door. Now, the rest of CNN, MSNBC, they still have their jobs. I don't understand how... Who the hell is Anderson Cooper? I guess you keep Anderson Cooper on because... Why? Because Anderson Cooper is a brand in and of himself. I don't know if he's still associated with 60 Minutes or not, but he's still semi-respected... And almost said respectable, but I'm not sure that's the case. He's semi-respected. And uh, I don't know who else is on on CNN primetime, to be honest with you. The roving band of other people. Jake Tapper certainly is not pulling in ratings. There's nobody at CNN pulling in any ratings. You can be like the top-rated person on CNN, but that puts you at, like, I don't know, slot 20 in all of cable news. It's really kind of that sad. So when Don Lemon was... Um, Dismissed and Don Lemon, you kind of almost you have to feel bad for him because his departure is so insignificant compared to Tucker's departure that nobody really even is paying attention to it. But he released a statement on Twitter. This is how the world found out apparently that Don Lemon was let go from CNN. Quote I was informed this morning by my agent, by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. Yeah, because you, you suck and you're kind of a douche and people don't like working with you and you, you got... You got canceled because of your uh, women are past their prime after age 40 comment. And then there was a big story about how you had a lot of problems working with women, etc., etc. The knives came out for you, Don. Maybe you got screwed. I don't know. But you can't really be surprised or say, gee, there was no sign. What's there was a total sign. It was the Vanity Fair hit piece against you like a month ago. Anyway, it continues. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and the many teams I have worked with for an incredible run. They are the most talented journalists in the business, and I wish them the best. That's what Don Lemon tweeted out yesterday, what time? 12.14 p.m. Literally, it was like, 
within a half an hour or so, maybe an hour of the Tucker news breaking. And then Don Lemon, like, oh, my God, now what is next? The ladies of the view in a Jonestown Kool-Aid drinking suicide sewing circle? No, we're not that lucky. Just kidding, lady. I mean, we are, we're not that lucky, but I was just kidding. It was a joke about that. I don't wish that on almost anybody. But then CNN, PR, this is kind of funny. They did so about, what are you looking at? It was at uh, 14, and then CNN, PR comes back 45 minutes later, exactly 45 minutes later, 12.59 with a statement. Because, you know, you, the guy says, oh, they just fired me. They told my agent. I didn't know nothing. You'd think somebody would have the decency to talk to me. CNNPR puts out, Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events, events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. End quote. That's the entirety of their statement. Don Lemon, they could have said, you know, Don Lemon's statement this morning about events is inaccurate. Much like... I don't know, a huge percentage of what has come out of his mouth for the past 17 years, or at least definitely the last 10 years. So why should he change now? That sort of thing. But you just can't win for lose. And Don, I don't know where Don Lemon goes. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny. Chris Cuomo is now over at whatever the hell, first, or what, I don't know what, what, sort of channel it is if you can even call it a network but him and don lemon were total bros you want to see ultimate media phoniness reunite don lemon with chris with chris cuomo with chris cuomo leading into don lemon and let them both do a show back to back and do that sort of toss over thing that they used to do before cuomo got fired and watch how now it cuomo would probably be opposed to this He's the big star or whatever. I have to look up whatever network this is because I just, I don't know. I don't watch any of them, but I know that they uh, they have these stupid things. News Nation. Okay, News Nation. I have no idea what the News, Na- News Nation has. Dan Abrams and Ainsley, no, not Ainsley, uh, Ashley Banfield and Leland Vittert and I can't remember. They got actually a decent lineup of of semi-known people. Not bad. But if you could shoehorn Don Lemon in there, it would be worth it to watch just for the awkwardness of it. Now, what do I mean by that? Because when Chris Cuomo got fired, uh, shortly thereafter, he had complained that no one talked to him from CNN. No No one reached out. No one did anything. It was specifically seemingly targeted at Don Lemon because they had this bromance on air. It was more than likely fake, but I mean, most of the stuff that goes on on television is fake anyway. They're pretending to like each other. I know that uh, not firsthand, but from firsthand sources where they sit there and pretend to like They don't like they don't. They're not like two male beta where they can't be in the same tank of water, but they certainly don't enjoy each other's company but they kind of have to pretend to for the sake of of the business that's okay that's normal it's not really being phony it's just saying hey man how you doing it's polite really don lemon and chris cuomo took it to a new level where it seemed as though they were almost out there you know hanging out on the weekends vacationing together I would say, you know, going out and cruising chicks together, but Cuomo's married. Well, I think Don Lemon might almost be married, but they would have, they would not have been cruising chicks. They could have gone cruising together in this crazy mixed-up world where Lola from the Kink Song reigns supreme. Anything is possible. I wouldn't pass put anything past anyone. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting, and I, I promise you, at some point this week, I don't have time to do it. I don't have the resources to do it, but I promise you either the Media Research Center or Grabian Media will put together, they may have already done it, I just haven't seen it yet, a greatest hits for Don Lemon as he walks out the door at CNN. Now, I don't I don't like to see anybody fired. I get it that sometimes it's necessary and it has to happen, what have you. But I'm not reveling in, I mean, Don Lemon has millions, he should have millions of dollars. Who knows? He might have blown through it all. He should have millions of dollars. So it's kind of hard to really feel particularly upset for him. Like, man, he got screwed. He made millions of dollars with no discernible talent or ability, nor audience to justify it. Like it was a trifecta of failure. 
<laughs> and you're just like, wow, that's a that's an accomplishment in and of itself. It's just not one that generally earns people money. But they will put together a greatest hits. And while I do not revel in somebody being fired, I'll play it for you if I see it. Because I'm sure that stroll down memory lane will be full of laughs and gaffs and gags. And it really is just, I mean, what is left? What's amazing to me is that they say, well, maybe Tucker was let go because of the conspiracy theory, quote unquote, surrounding. It's one of the stories that they say Rupert Murdoch was mad about. All oh, the kids, he got the January 6th. Uh, videos and blah, 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 blah. And it was conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories. I thought I thought it was curious that there wasn't more from the January 6th videos. Maybe there wasn't more from the January 6th videos, but I did find it curious that there wasn't more in that, like you just saw the, the guy with the horns. And okay, that's all well and good, but this 44,000 hours worth of stuff seemed like a lot of things could have been gleaned from that. And maybe, you know, the the end result is, boy, the people in there were horrible. Could be. Could be. But there was nothing about it. And no more stories. So maybe there was pressure coming from up above to say, hey, drop this stuff. I don't know. Like I say, time will tell. But uh, with CNN, nowhere else... If if what the saying about Tucker is true, nowhere else in media are there consequences for failure or anything, really, ultimately, till the very, very bitter end, 17 years later, except for Fox News. Except for Fox News. MSNBC exists on a bed of lies. It re- a bed of BS, a steaming pile of fresh bovine excrement. That's what MSNBC is. It, it, the Rachel Maddow show when she's on is nothing but an hour-long monologue of conspiracies. I don't know about Alex Wagner. What's amazing to me is that Alex Wagner replaces her four days a week, and I've literally never seen a clip of Alex Wagner, of Alex Wagner's show. Another, I don't watch MSNBC in primetime. I try not to watch any cable in primetime as much as possible. When I do, it's Tucker. But the idea that somebody in primetime makes so little impact whatsoever that even their own side, because I would see it if, it if it was going crazy, like, oh, man, the left is very excited about what Alex Wagner said. I would see that. Because a bunch of conservatives would go, can you believe this garbage Alec Wagner is saying, blah, 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 blah. That would be the way it works. I've seen nothing of the sort. There's nothing out there that I've not seen. It's only been six months or whatever, but I haven't seen anything. Not I've been hunt, haven't been hunting it down, but I haven't seen anything that she said matter. Chris Hayes, yes. Lawrence O'Donnell, yeah. Larry is uh, just a prima donna and a spaz. It's mostly, though, Nicole Wallace who is just one of the dense, most dense people you could ever possibly imagine, and vapid as the day is long, and Joy Reid, who joins her in that vapidity, but adds in a caveat of everything being about race. And you just sit there, and all that stuff goes, and then right there in the middle of prime time, you've got a nothing burger four days a week. No cons- Her ratings drop down. People don't watch when Rachel Maddow isn't on. And there's no consequence for that. The lies that Joy Reid and Nicole Wallace tell their audience, and sometimes just the laughable gaffes that they make, the absolute stupidity where you're just sitting there going, did you, what, how do you get this stupid and not know these things? Joy Reid supposedly went to Harvard. Like, when it wasn't just on a tour of the campus as a part of a Boston tour. She allegedly was a student there, which is supposed to not let in dumb people, but apparently it churns them out. And you just sit there and you go, there are no consequences for this. She makes everything about race, and there isn't a single human being in the food chain of NBC News that says, this is bad for the brand. We should probably, I don't know, look to move past this crap. Nope, not at all. 
I was watching, what the hell was I? I was watching something on, I wasn't actually watching anything on Sunday. I was looking at the guide on Sunday, the cable guide. And we had, and on MSNBC, it was John Leguizamo's of Discovers America or something like that, some new series. And I thought, John Leguizamo, thing. and I remembered, oh, yeah, he was whining about how there were no Latinos in the new Mario movie because he played Luigi in the first Mario movie, the, the live-action movie, and he's Hispanic. But the problem is Luigi is Italian. So you shouldn't be whining about why isn't there any Latino people doing voices of Italians. That doesn't make any sense. It's wildly stupid. You should be saying, I should probably shut up because I still get some residuals, although the movie's crap and you can't find it anywhere. Um, But, you know, he seems to have culturally appropriated Italian heritage to make a paycheck back in the day. And I thought, what a stupid thing to even care about. What a whiny little brat. Baby, why is he doing this? Well, now it makes kind of sense that he is out there trying to suck up to the people over at MSNBC and he got a series or two episodes on last night. And it was all about how Latinos are influencing American culture. And of course it was all about how America sucks towards Latinos and and Latinos were still um, making America better than it deserved to be because it's I just I read the descriptions. We have uh, Xfinity, which is Comcast, which owns NBC News, which is uh, like every other channel is like celebrate diversity. Look at this. How about we look at black female judges? I swear to God, there's all these these uh, on demand programs that have to be like the least watched things on all of television, but they're there because they're pushing. An agenda. Celebrate diversity. Get your little kids, gather them around the TV while we have uh, cross-dressers stripped down to G-strings. Yes, and celebrate diversity. And make sure to film yourself celebrating diversity so that when the revolution comes, we kill you last. (laughs) I'm only partially joking. Actually, when you get down, when you hear about the uh, story out of Florida, when Governor DeSantis made it, you know, he started passing restrictions about stripping in front of kids because of drag queen strip shows for for elementary school kids and things like that. And they're all upset. Oh, my God, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do the other thing. And it has to be age appropriate and no stripping in front of minors. Well, then, like, there was a string of pride parades that were already planned that were getting canceled. I'm like, what? Why Why does not being able to strip in front of children cause your pride parade to be canceled? Well, it's because there's a lot of stripping and nudity and grinding and humping and bumping and dildos and vibrators and everything else. Oh, my. Yeah, sorry. Probably should have given a warning, but whatever. As you go to these pride parades, I have been... Witness to one, maybe two pride parades in my life. Before I moved to Baltimore, my friend George lived on Charles Street, right by the monument. On the park with the monument, as a matter of fact. A really beautiful row house mansion that was cut up into a whole bunch of apartments. My God, this, this place was gorgeous on the inside. The woodwork, the mosaics, just everything. Just absolutely stunning house on the inside. They cut it up haphazardly because they made something like 10 apartments or whatever out of it. But they were still pretty nice. And his apartment was on the uh, second floor. The first floor apartment was gorgeous. God, it was such the first room where he like greeted everybody. Just amazing. Um, anyway, his apartment was above that. And we could sit out on the little uh, above the stoop. There was a little bit of an overhang before you walked into the... Uh, the area, the greeting area, the landing area. And we could sit on that and watch. And the Pride Parade marched right through there. Well, it was a Saturday afternoon. They're always on Saturday afternoons. And there wasn't anything else doing. That whole area was like completely overtaken by the Pride Parade. The city, the streets were packed. We weren't getting the car anywhere because it cut right down the middle of the city. It was just, and there was nothing that you could walk to that was, was just, it's just too crowded. Just too crowded. It had nothing to do with, ew, I don't want to go out and gay people. George is a big time lefty, and I have no problem with gay people. 
but so we'd sit there and we'd watch this. I'd never seen it. I was very curious to see the first time I saw it. And I thought, why are there kids here? And there are a lot of dudes and ashless, assless chaps. And nothing else. Like, there's no, like, like you can see his underwear. No, you couldn't see his underwear because there was no underwear. And there was people, it was just, like, I don't understand this lifestyle. Not the gay lifestyle. I don't care about the gay. This is beyond the gay lifestyle. This is something that is exhibitionist. It is meant to cause people to recoil. It is When you're wearing a, again, excuse me, but when you're wearing a strap-on sexual device out in public and ball gags and whipping people and everything, you are not doing that because it's some sort of cultural thing. Celebrate my culture. No, you're doing that because you want to stick a thumb in the eye of other people, of normal people, but to decent people, gay, straight, whatever. I know a lot of gay people who are like embarrassed by pride parades because it is, they've been overtaken by this element of let's, I mean, they're one step away from let's just stop and have sex in the middle of the street. Celebrate, celebrate. That's not healthy. That's not normal. That's gross and inappropriate. And then they have a bunch of kids there. And I remember there were people running around dressed as fairies and they were flittering their wings around. They had their magic wand and they had little, um, what do you call those things? It's not a man purse. What are those? Oh, God, I can't remember though. What the hell? The, the the tummy, the the embarrassing belt bag things. It's going to come to me as soon as I I push stop recording. But whatever the hell they're called, and they're running around pulling out candy and giving out candy and suckers to the kids. And I thought, oh, they're giving out candy and suckers to the kids. Okay, I guess they're throwing. You could see some of it was like bubble gum or whatever. And some of them were just kind of throwing it around. And then you noticed, because they, they were throwing it up to us, too. There was nothing to do but watch this. You couldn't even watch your TV because it was so loud with the music. They were penis suckers. And they're giving them to kids. And it takes a special type of sicko to do that. It take, Look, if the kid's having a diabetic sugar rush or whatever, fanny back. I knew it would come to me, fanny pack. But if you, uh, if if maybe a kid's having a diabetic issue and the blood sugar's low, you give them a, and that's the only sucker you got. You give them the penis sucker. But to run around and give kids here, kids, here's a sucker, and you know, you know that the person doing it is kind of laughing like Roscoe P. Coltrane used to in the Dukes of Hazzard to themselves, thinking I'm subverting this. But then again, you're not really subverting the parents because the parents brought them to a pride parade and you know they could say well let's go let's go demonstrate our allyship with the gay community but once you start seeing somebody fake filleting that strap on sexual device in the middle of the street at one o'clock as part of a parade float i think it's time you take the kids home don't you so it's telling that down in Florida, a whole bunch of groups were canceling their pride parades or lamenting that they were going to have to cancel their pride parades because they can no longer do sexually inappropriate uh, things and strip in front of children. Um, it, sh- it should have never been an issue. That's the world we live in these days. It's rather sick, rather disgusting. Not super surprising, though, if you ask me. All right, I'm going to stop there because the rest of the other stories that are happening today are relatively minor in comparison. I will say there is one point of correction that I do have to make because it just came across my uh, Twitter feed on the ratings at uh, Cable News. They said, what, the top show at CNN cracks the top 20. I was wrong. I was overly optimistic for poor CNN. The top rated, at least as of Friday or on Friday, the top-rated show over at CNN was The Lead with Jake Tapper, which is on at 5 p.m. It garnered 647,000 viewers. That was good enough not to land it in the top 20, not even to make it into the top 30. It made it to number 32. Number 32 with a bullet. So, 
yeah, not a super good time to be over there at CNN. But still, nobody will lose their jobs over it. Not even Chris Chris Licht was brought in to change this. I I believe firmly. In fact, I know that I could do better than Chris Licht is with the resources that CNN possesses. I could do it probably with a third less, fewer of those resources, to be honest with you. But they would never hire a conservative to do it. They would never hire a conservative, no matter how critical of media in general I have been and am and how hungry I am for information. They'll just get another liberal. And that's what happens when you hire some, it doesn't matter. They hire a different person with the same political views to come in and change things. And that's just not the way to do it. CNN is the every Democrat controlled major city in the country. Well, we'll just we'll get a new we're Chicago. We'll just get a new mayor. This mayor believes the same crap as the last mayor. Yeah, but this guy's different. Yeah. Congratulations or something. Anyway, that is all for me today. I hope you're having a good day. I will post kitten. People keep emailing me about kitten pictures. I, I'll post them. Check out the video of me and Bailey at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast. Check out all the stuff there. Sign up to support the show if you please. See vous play. Good times are guaranteed for all. And we'll be back to do it all over again because later on today, being Tuesday, Joe Biden is supposed to release a video announcing he's running for re-election. I forgot to talk about that, but since it didn't ha- happen, he's going to release a video saying he's announcing it's happening because he couldn't get a crowd. Plus, you never know if the guy being at the podium is going to coincide with the pills that they feed him working and kicking in. So you can't worry about You can't put him at the podium because just in case he doesn't, it doesn't come together. You've just got an old man doddering and, and stumbling through, and God knows he could always go off on a tangent. If it's a video, he can be edited to be correct. So we will dissect that bit by bit, I'm sure, on tomorrow's program, because why not? The guy's going to lie. <laughs> the guy, oh, we're so screwed as a country. Have a great day, because the feces continues to hit the fan tomorrow. I'll see you then. 